I'm going to now uh, shed the diplomaties because when something manifestly insane takes place uh, in your face, uh, there's no reason to be polite about it. Justin Trudeau has just shown you the finger when it comes to Khalistan. This man, last time he came for a bilateral to India, showed up with a Khalistani in his entourage. What is going on? I mean, it's totally, it's after a point, it's totally insane. You can't say it's domestic politics. You can't say he doesn't get it. You, you can't say that the emergency in Canada didn't happen. You were beating up truckers in Canada. You were freezing their bank accounts. I mean, what is this guy talking? Which world is he living in? Rishav, he's a perfect example of pseudo-liberal wokeism and how it is destroying a certain section of the West. Just some of the comments and media play that the Prime Minister got while in India. He did not have a good G20. Never mind the Prime Minister's broken plane. He uh, has been roundly mocked. He's been criticized by media for not taking a stance against Khalistani protesters in this country. <clears throat> Pardon me, that... Um, the Prime Minister Modi sees as an extremist and direct threat uh, to his country. And so, out of this trip, a trade treaty has now been suspended. Um, Modi did not only not meet Mr. Trudeau at the airport, as he did with other world officials, uh, didn't even meet one-on-one -on -one at all during the trip with the Prime Minister. I mean, the, co the costumes did damage during the first trip, no question about it, but on this latest trip, my next guest warns that the damage to this country's, our country's, uh, interest in the long term have been cast. Darshan Maharaja is a blogger podcast who writes on uh, Our Canadian journey, journey, which you can listen to on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Podbean joins us now. Good to have you. Thank you for having me. You led your latest piece off saying, it's a combination of hollow platitudes, lack of self-awareness, and pandering for political advantage has resulted in a repeat of Prime Minister Trudeau's disastrous visit to India in 2018. The damage to Canada's interests is long-term. Um, when, when the Prime Minister went into this trip, and it was a G20 trip, so it wasn't like a scheduled trip on his own just for Canada, um, were, did you have concerns it would go worse the second time than the first? I did. Uh, you know, there is this track record of uh, Justin Trudeau to have absolutely no consideration for what the other party wants in any negotiation. And let's remember that when he first went to China, he was still talking about uh, gender equality and stuff that the Chinese were not interested in. Then he changed tack there. But with India, he hasn't changed tack. And uh, I believe that it is uh, because of local political considerations, which to me means that uh, political survival trumps national interest for Prime Minister Trudeau. And so, I mean, the big issue that Mr. Trudeau did comment on, which was puzzling, well, not really puzzling, but was was about gender, what, what his big contribution was, was about gender. And I'm thinking, if that's all you came to India, if that's all you got out of India's trip with the G20 countries, then we are in very uh, big trouble. Having said that, um, the prime minister's line was, you know, I'm not, I'm not getting involved. We have a right to protest in the country. You know, we have charter rights in Canada. And that's his defense, and, and he was back to a point by Jagmeet Singh, who has said very little about uh, the last few days. Um, and, and some would say, well, for the prime minister to, to interfere would be, you know, interference on behalf of India. How do you see that? Yeah, you know, first of all, you have to see this from the Indian point of view. So all the arguments that we are having uh, between the two camps, pro and anti-Trudeau, are irrelevant there. What they see is uh, sheer hypocrisy. Uh, when uh, Prime Minister Trudeau made uh, uh, 
remarks uh, regarding the farmers' protests in India right. about right to protest. And then here, when people were protesting, he brought down the hammer on them. So the Indians see this as, uh, of course, hypocrisy. But, you know, there is a very crucial element of territorial integrity of the country. And the Khalistan movement uh, practically does not exist in India. It only exists in the diaspora. And even in the diaspora, you know, Alex, the uh, most remarkable thing is that the Khalistan movement gets a lot more traction in political circles than it does even in the Sikh community in Canada. See, I live in Brampton. I interact with them every day. Mm -hmm. I have, uh, you know, good relations with a lot of them. And uh, their concerns are, you know, uh, having a job and buying a house and getting their kids to do well academically, stuff that every other Canadian wants. So their uh, traction in the community, the religious community, is very little compared to what uh, impact they are able to have in the political arena. So for India, the impact is what is important. They don't care if 98% of the Sikhs living in uh, Canada are not necessarily hung up on Khalistan. But the policies, uh, and there is another angle as well, you know, which I don't think we focus that much on, which is that India shares a very long border with China. Mm. They have had clashes in recent years, like places like Doklam. And uh, both are emerging powers and therefore in competition. So the overly cozy uh, relationship that the Canadian political class has with CCP is another of their concerns. As I wrote in my article, the pause that wasn't even announced uh, in the trade negotiations between Canada and India, it was announced, I mean, it was made unilaterally by Canada they will definitely see it through the lens of uh, the relationship with uh, CCP. Right. Just um, let me ask, because I'll run out of time, uh, Darshan. Would a new leader uh, change relations with India? And if, if you know, under, under Trudeau, um, is any kind of thought of a trade deal or anything, any business with uh, India? Is that uh, uh, null and, and mute right now for a while? It will take time for a new leader. Uh, basically, you would have to hit the reset button, and Mr. Trudeau cannot do that. It's only a new leader who can do that. But I suspect it will be the factory reset button. So all the customized uh, changes that we made to the relationship, they will have to be made anew. And that is going to take time. I'm not sure we have a lot of time. We need to diversify trade, and uh, it's been so long since the last gong show in India. Appreciate your time on this, Darshan. I really uh, appreciate the conversation. Thank you so much, Alex. There you go. Darshan Maharaja uh, writes about our Canadian journey, and you can listen to him on uh, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Podbean. Maybe there'll be some questions about it today. I doubt it.